Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. That is me. And we're here to talk about everything pop culture. The stuff you consume, the stuff you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable. So today, you guys, I am joined by somebody who I have found so bingeable since we have been on each other's radar this earlier this year. So we got to work together on a really fun show show in Santa Monica with a bunch of like crazy drag queens who we didn't have to talk about because she was the most important drag queen that was there that night. And what her name is, is it's Lauren Banal. Yes. Hello. The most important drag queen in the world. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) See folks, this is how you talk to drag queens. You make sure that they know that they are the only one in the room for you. And then you, the personality just comes out, it sparkles, it shines. It's what's happening. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Butter me right up. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> so you got on my radar because um, a friend of ours, um, Wayne Hart from Kaleidoscope View Consulting. So uh, yes. in my in my other life, that's outside of nightlife and this whole podcasting world in my real life, we worked together and he we were putting together this drag show uh, that was traveling around and whatnot. You guys have heard about it already a million times, but he was (laughs) like, I saw this drag queen in Palm Springs and I want her on my show. And I'm like, who is this drag queen? He's like, it's Lauren Banal. And I'm like, who's Lauren Banal? He was like, you have to see her, just go onto her Instagram. And then I went on your Instagram and I was like, this girl has good pictures. And then I was like, okay. So then I looked at a couple of your videos (laughs) and I was like, let's do this. So then I like called you, you were available. We made it happen. And then now you're like one of my favorite people to follow on the social beads. So you're very bingeable in that sense. And right back at you. The feeling is mutual. Thank you. My stories, my stories are craziness so that's kind of like a tenth of what's inside this crazy head of mine but um i just like yeah i just find you to be so fun and you're just like you do camp really really well and you do glamour really really well and it's just like and then you're just like you know this this funny bald bitch (laughs) (laughs) queen of it all lauren banal there you go (laughs) okay yeah that's what i love about drag is like the glamour and the stupidity and the campiness and it's Mm -hmm. yeah i i like i like doing it all i i have my hand in many pots (laughs) well and you do it in such a way that you can tell that it's like rehearsed it's thought out and then but it's out there and it's effortless you know what i mean so kudos to you so we buttered her up thank you well so uh, (laughs) like real quickly um so lauren you're based out of los Angeles and yes. so yes so this whole city of the stars thing and I feel like like seriously though like in the past six months I feel like I'm seeing you everywhere like on every like party every brunch and everything else and so where are you from originally because the whole thing about you being from San Francisco is like totally a lie and I don't know why people think that it's totally a lie um I'm okay. actually from Utah so that's why I do my Mormon bullshit number that's hilarious and oh, so weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Utah. So, yeah. So I was raised Mormon. So I like to, you know, share my culture with the world. Don't appropriate it, though. Okay. <laughs> Only I can do it. Um, but yeah. But you know what? I know, I know a lot of guys who fetishize that underwear, though. Like, that's the oh. thing. Oh, baby, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's it called? Mormon boys? It's yeah. Right? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Bleep that I know, out. <laughs> uh, I know J- Joe Whitaker has that. He has it like when you're like scrolling, because I get like on, on my emails at work, you know, I get his, I get his like DILF party emails and shit like that. And as you're scrolling yeah. down, then, then there's like a couple ads at the end. And one of them is like mormonboys.com or some Mormon missionary, <laughs> Mormon missionary or something like that. And I'm always like, oh, this is yeah. awkward. <laughs> no, I am so upset. On my work computer, that never is. Never my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was never your life. So you no. were you were raised in Utah. So the only places that people know in Utah are like Salt Lake City and yeah. Colorado. So, yep. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yes, exactly. no, it's Salt Lake City. And I was raised um, in a small town called Logan. It's like Utah, Idaho border country mm-hmm. as fuck. 
if you've ever seen Napoleon Dynamite, that was filmed like 40 minutes away from where I live. And that's exactly, they did nothing to that whole town to make it that movie. And so that's like my people, like my mom worked on that chicken farm that Napoleon is working on. And that old man (laughs) who shot that cow in the face in the movie, like Uh my mom literally watched that happen. Wow. Like it was so, (laughs) that's just my people. (laughs) So Napoleon, so Napoleon Dynamite is your culture. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I love that. So I always think of, uh, <laughs> Tina, eat your ham. Tina, come get your ham. Like completely, yeah, yeah. We all have large animals. I grew up like behind a dairy farm. Yeah, just like wild. Oh yeah. And then when when did you make the trek out west, or did you stop anywhere before you went to Los Angeles? Uh, well, no. I graduated college in Utah in acting, and then I came out to LA to be in tv because i fucking love tv and i wanted to be a part of like this golden age of television that we're in right now Uh and then yeah i just kept getting the same feedback of like you're really good but like we just have no use for a gay white twink anywhere (laughs) (laughs) not right now (laughs) yeah 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 so i was like okay well i don't know what this is really getting me so i was kind of lost but uh when i so when i first moved out here I was kind of floundering for a couple of years and then randomly I kind of looked up and all of my friends were not drag queens, but like drag adjacent. So like one was a makeup artist, the other did wigs, the other styled wigs and hair. And like one day um, there was a bar crawl and Mm -hmm. it was just like a hundred gays decided to get up in drag and go down every bar in West Hollywood. And so I got all dolled up and then yeah the reaction I got from everybody was it was different where uh-huh. they were like oh, oh what is what is this and I went oh, I don't know what is this and so I Did, just kept doing it and, and here Lauren, we are and Lauren just crept <laughs> up out of you where does yeah where does the name exactly hail from is it really like is is it is it old Hollywood is it Lauren Bacall or what is it yes okay. yes it's okay. absolutely Lauren Bacall but I thought it was so funny because when I was first coming up, I was winning a lot of competitions. And mm-hmm. so, but a lot of queens just like wrote me off as like another white twink again, another just white girl that's skinny. And yeah. so I started with a couple different names, but then I was, yeah, looking at old Hollywood starlets and Lauren Bacall was just everything. And I thought it was so funny to be <laughs> Lauren Banal because Banal means so unoriginal that it's boring. So <laughs> it's it. like, yeah, just reading myself right in the name where it's just like, I'm another, I'm just another basic white bitch. I love it. <laughs> and That's... then also Lauren B. Anal, cause you know, she do. <laughs> that's such a happy mistake laura b anal (laughs) i know right i love that but like and it's just the whole lauren banal i I just love that and you know you should like think of something and that is that like you're not just like some twink that does drag you're also tall (laughs) i'm also tall and glamorous yes hello yeah I have these legs. I'm not mm-hmm. just a face. I also have legs. Yeah. Yes. I've just <laughs> multi-talented. Yeah, but I've been loving the like loving the looks and everything else, and just it's been fun to like follow you and like what's going on. So, yes, kudos, kudos. So, and then also just like talking to you because we had that like very like poorly attended <laughs> like um, comedy weekend thing that we were like that show that went upstairs the the butt the butts and beautiful. I don't remember what it was. Sex, love, and butt that, stuff that I did that with Dr. Carlton. Attended. It just it was lovely. Nobody was in town. But the thing was, is like, <laughs> but even just like seeing you there, and it was like you just say silly shit, and I was like, I need this girl on the pod. So I appreciate you coming through. Okay, I'm so happy was, to be here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So listen, I have these ten new questions. So you guys, we are welcome back. We are bald and bingeable. We are back now. It's not like a really new new season. I just kind of took the summer off and did a couple episodes here and there. And it's just because like mental health wise, I just couldn't do it. 
Okay, so sometimes you can't. So much. It's yeah, too it much. it really is, and so. But the thing was, is in like, so now we are back. It's a new season, and so with well, that new season, maybe. Yes, mm-hmm. and with that, we have tests, <laughs> and the tests today that I will be administering are my ten very self-indulgent questions because they have to do with things that I like to talk about. So I make my guests talk about them. So we don't have to like go into depth. These can be quick answers or whatnot. But the thing is, is I just want to know. Number one. Just got sweaty that it's a test. I'm nervous see? now. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I. The wrong thing. Wait, were you, a, were you ever a cheater? Did you ever cheat in school? Listen, I cheated once in math class in like sixth grade and it was, yeah, algebra. I was in advanced placement algebra Mm -hmm. by some like fluke of elementary school testing. I got in like advanced. I was not ready. And so I had my calculator in my my hoodie pocket. And then at the in the middle of the test, dead silent, you can hear a pin drop. The case, like the the cover of my calculator Uh slid off my desk and I was like <sighs> and then everyone was like oh my gosh you cheater and I was like no it's the case and then somebody came to my rescue and was like yeah what are you gonna do with the case and I was like ah and then I ran out of the class the bell rang like immediately so I never I'm not much of a cheater it not like much of a cheater. me no it sends me it get, it takes me right back there and that terror so I, I hope I answer right. I did not study for this test. <laughs> okay. So the first question is just, what's the last show that you binged through? You know, I it, it's half true that I finished Sandman. Have you watched Sandman? The Sandman on Netflix? I have until they released this like bogus ep- extra episode that just came out of nowhere. That's like animated. What? Yeah. Okay. So Sandman, it like, it came out. Um, I, I, okay. Here's the thing, especially if you're going to be watching on your phone or your iPad, Sandman's one of those movies, like one of those television shows that I think like the showrunner really wanted everybody to fall asleep while they were watching the episodes. So well, that's what happened is I got too stoned and then I fell asleep and then I woke up and it was over. So well, I was like, <laughs> Oh, should I watch this again? So it I'm happened. Like, I, I binged it, but I feel like I need to watch it again. The last episode does <laughs> does kind of like clean everything up. It was almost like they were like, we don't know if we're getting it, you know, because right now at Netflix, everything is up in the air. So they like mm-hmm. they try to like seal everything up at the end. But um, on an iPad or on an iPhone, you can bad. You know, you can take the speed of the show and just notch it up a little notch. So put it on. <laughs> so put it on one point two five, and then the show is like a regular show where people have dialogue that is exchanging and it's on pace and it just kind of j- jives back and forth because it is okay. such. Yeah, because the thing is, it's a good show and like they make you feel so emotional <laughs> about that gargoyle in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was like, as soon as they made me feel emotional about a gargoyle who'd only been on the screen for like five minutes, I was like, oh, this show has potential because they're acting the shit out of it. But like, it the ju- like gargoyle dog pet thing that he yes. had to like suck the magic out of. Yes. Yes. Totally. With, with, yeah, with Cain and Abel, and like you're <laughs> yes. you're like you're, you're watching a cartoon in the middle of like this this series, and you're like. I feel emotional. But then what they did was, is so you watch the whole entire series straight through. And then like two weekends ago, they just dropped an extra episode out of nowhere. And the extra episode, I haven't even watched it because it was like, oh, I have to actually like sit down and watch it, watch it because it's like, it's animated and didn't have a lot of dialogue. It's like an animated cat or something. So I can't even tell you details about that, but I just know that it's out there. So I'll watch it eventually. But I would say go back and like going back. It's worth it. Yeah. The last two episodes of Sandman, yeah, because the way that they seal <laughs> up the the gay the gay killer guy with the glasses, you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, he the was way so that hot. wait till they the way that they end his story up, way that they wrap him and everything. So I would say it's worth watching. So go back and watch Sandman. So okay. why is every queer man mm-hmm. or male presenting figure on that show evil? Is what I want to know. I feel like every villain is a faggot on that show. <laughs> am I wrong or am oh, I wrong? Maybe, maybe you're right. Oh my God. I'm like veiled homophobia or like kind of fierce. <laughs> I can't decide. Well, are the creators of it gay? I wonder now. So like. I don't know. But there was like so many, every gay came across as like terrible. Interesting. Don't you think? Yeah. Like okay. evil. 
Okay, here's the <laughs> no, thing. I love that, honestly. <laughs> there will be somebody in my DMs at some point about this show, so please tell me, and I will relay this information at a later date. So go ahead and okay, jump great. into my DMs at my D'Angelo <laughs> Gogo profile and let me know about the Sandman. Who writes it, and is it self-deprecating gay, or is it, you know, somebody who just hates gays? But other than that, Lauren, before we go any further, where can they find you? Because I know that right now everybody wants to know what the hell you look like. Oh, uh, at Lauren Banal on all social media, B-A-N-A-L-L. So okay. Lauren B. Anal with an extra L. There you go. And then we'll actually have this also linked to the show notes. Okay, so back into the test. <laughs> question number two. Okay. The, que- the question is, New York City, comma, fall or Christmas? Question mark. Fall, fall, 1,000%. Ooh, Christmas. Okay. No, winter in New York City is absolutely abysmal. It's wet, it's smelly, it's gross, it's cold, mm-hmm. it's concrete. There's no redeeming qualities about New York City in the winter to me. And they what have is that big tree and that's it. And that's it. And what is the fall <laughs> and what does the fall do for you? Well, there's just like that the autumn. breeze that like gets the garbage smell out a little bit more. <laughs> And, you know, fall layers. That's the Mm -hmm. one thing I don't like about living in Los Angeles is being able to layer the fashion. Uh, I get that. And and dragon, um, uh, those temperatures is much more sustainable than understandable. Do you have, have have you ever lived in New York? Have you a relationship with New York? No, I spent a week there at the end of my undergrad uh just like seeing what it was like because I was deciding if I was going to go to New York or LA Mm -hmm. and yeah it was like late March so I was thinking it would be spring I'm from the Rocky Mountains I'm no from I'm no stranger to winter and harsh weather and and season changes and season changes and you know we hosted the Olympics the Winter Olympics but I went to New York and I was just like eh it made me question like everything about life not only like and I was only there for like seven days doing everything I love by the way just like uh-huh. seeing Broadway shows and plays and like only doing fun things and still being like is this the life I want who am I this is awful I'm underground where's the <laughs> sky I hate all of it so Buddha New York great to- I love New York for everything that it has to offer and I hate it for everything that it is I just love that. That's a great answer. So I'm, I have a, I have a, I have a fatal love affair with like New York city, but um, I do, I do understand that. See, I think fall and Christmas are like the two best seasons when you're in New York. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't stay for the I winter. Would I would say Christmas season is different than winter season. So that's the thing. Well, so yeah. Just, you can be anywhere I, for seven days, a yeah. little vacation for Christmas. Great. I'll do that in New York. That sounds so fun. And we will be doing that in New York. So, but anyways, okay. Um, okay. Number three, do you have a favorite real housewife? And if not, can you name one? You know, I am not a fan of the real housewife franchise. Okay. I think it's everything wrong with society and my roommate ha- is obsessed. And so I catch it when she watches it and it just, drives me absolutely bonkers but I had to watch a little bit of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City just Mm -hmm. because I was like how are they gonna do this with yeah these Mormon people and then they just chose non-Mormon people and I was like oh perfect that's exactly the way you should um I can't name any of them I think they're all hot garbage I can't believe that you don't can't name another one (laughs) that's so sad okay Um, so but here's the Lisa thing. Lisa Rinna. Oh, wait. Lisa oh, Rinna. There you Icon go. Yes. I want to take her lips and sail the ocean blue on them. That's exactly what I want. She's under a lot of fire. <laughs> I'm going to be surprised if she oh, lasts. Is she? Yeah, if she, had, if she lasts this next season. There's all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff going on right now over there. So I talk about this like on other things that like Real Housewives right now has become like true crime because of like the Erica Girardi fraud case and what's going on in Salt Lake City. And there's some like big deal stuff that's going on here and there. But then now what's going on is there's this whole bot. There's this whole thing with like, is somebody paying for bots? And if the person's paying for bots, somebody sent a bunch of um, 
commenters and everything after one of the women's sons. So Garcelle Bouvet, who is actually the oh. only, yeah, Garcelle's the only black housewife in the Beverly Hills franchise. And people right. were saying some horrible things like derogatory, violent things to her son, who's not even 17. And uh. so... And they're saying that now Lisa Renna is saying that these bots that they were uh, people were saying they were they were purchased by the one Diana Jenkins. But now people are saying, no, it's Kathy Hilton and they're trying to do it before the thing. And so Lisa Renna, she's kind of like gone off the deep end, like on her social media lately. So it's good that you say her. So there is all that we need to talk about housewives. Because she's an actress from like the 90s or whatever. Well, there you go. Massive, massive lips. And that's all I know. So she's she's iconic. I do love her. Her character on the show is flawed. But okay, so that's all the housewives we need to talk about today. Okay, number four. I'm gonna ask you because we talk about binging and whatnot. Do you have a favorite beauty product binge or a health product that you just can't live without or that you have to use daily or that makes you feel amazing? You know. It, as fake, basic as it is, it's Albaline makeup remover. <laughs> I love that answer. Pretty much only drag queens use it because it's it's basically like the consistency of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And you just smear that on your face. And I just feel like a Disney villain, just like, or a real housewife maybe, just like putting on like, too much grease on your face but it just makes me feel so like preserved like I feel like I'm in formaldehyde and just like not aging at all when I put that on to take my makeup off and it mm-hmm. just is like oh yes so I I'm, okay I love dollars and CVS <laughs> I love that you said that Very because it really is like such a tool for like every makeup artist. And the thing is, it also like it's it's a really great moisturizer. So if you have like really, really chapped like elbows, knees, fingers, all yeah. that sort of thing. So it's good to put on your hands and then put them in like the little gloves and that kind of thing. Yes. So yeah. Albaline, Albaline is totally a bald and bingeable endorsement here on this network. So <laughs> it's usually on like the bottom shelf near all the makeup yes. removers and, and moisturizers. Mm-hmm. It's in a white tub with a navy blue royal blue lid. And here's the other thing, guys, that people don't always realize. People use it as a lube. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's totally like a lube situation. (laughs) And that makes me wonder, though, is it safe? It's Um, probably not safe, but it's probably not not safe. You know what I mean? Because I think it's literally just like, it's like five ingredients. It's just tried and true. I know all the drag queens of yonder years have used it as lube when like nothing else is available. So listen, everything's fine. Just put it up your butt. Put everything up your butt. Well, there you go. Here's what I'm going to do real quickly. So to to reference previous episodes from this summer, Dr. Carlton, I just texted him and I just asked him, is Abilene safe to use as lube? And I just let him know that I'm on the pod with you. So if we get an answer before the end of today's broadcast, we will let you guys know whether or not Abilene is safe. We will circle back. And yes, that'll be from this, the butt stuff doc himself. That is Dr. Uh, Carlton. Okay. Good old Dr. Carlton. Yes. And you guys better be following his ass, especially if you live somewhere and you have not received your monkeypox vaccine. Please do follow him. He's got lots of stories on there. Follow what's going on. Follow his story archives. Get yourselves vaccinated for the monkeypox. When mm-hmm. this episode comes out, I will be getting my monkeypox that day. So that's kind of like, or my monkeypox shot the second one that day. So, because I've got my first. Oh my gosh. I yeah. got my second just barely. It's still a little red and swollen. When did you get it done? Like how many days ago? Uh, uh, probably more than a week. Sometime last week, I think. Do you feel like a superhuman? Maybe- a little bit. I feel like a slut. You feel like, this, uh, again, like a chosen one. <laughs> yes. Like, again, I have too many Mormon issues to be an actual slut, but I just mm-hmm. feel like the potential the- See, here's the thing you're still young you're still you're still you guys you guys aren't looking at lauren Not that young. but but lauren lauren still has a baby face for most most perspectives so it's i have a feeling it, <laughs> truly truly it is the abilene but i have a feeling her whore days are ahead of her but um mm. but so okay <laughs> let's keep on going okay let's step okay. into do you have a favorite musical or broadway show <sighs> Oh my gosh. You know, my gut reaction is to say Sweeney Todd. 
Oh, really? You're a Stephen Sondheim or is that Sweeney Todd itself? Yes. Both. I love a a Sondheim. But something about Sweeney just is, it's so unique. I was like an emo kid growing Mm. up. Hot Topic was my first job. I know you might not get it by looking at me now or seeing my drag, but I I just love that like darker stuff. And it's such a unique concept and the music is incredible. But, you know, I love all the classics. Next to Normal is a big one for me. Hamilton, of course. Listen, I, I'm a musical theater faggot as much as I don't like to admit it, but I just love it all. Okay, are we a fan and of... Book of Mormon, of course. Yes, Book of... Okay, yeah, hello. Story of my life. <laughs> uh, Book of Mormon was such a big deal because I'm a theater child as well. And I went I went to school for theater. I got my my BFA and all that kind of thing. And... Um, BFA sisters for weaponizing these degrees every day, baby. But here's a question for you, though, about the Sweeney okay. Todd thing that I had. Was this like, yeah. are you a fan of the Johnny Depp, Helen Bonham Carter movie at all? Or are you more traditionalist? I want to see it on the stage. I want to see real. I would listen to the traditional soundtrack. I... I'm more of a traditionalist, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy the Johnny Depp and the Bottom Carter version. And I mean, like, and there's you something know. to say about Tim Burton styling. It just kind of does it. And like in Helen Bonham Carter, yeah. the decisions that she makes, you're just like, yeah, that's the right decision. Helen yeah. Bonham Carter does it right. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Johnny, on the other hand, I was like, no, nah, okay, this, this is just Johnny Depp doing, yeah. doing Johnny Depp. It but, felt a little miscast and it was just kind of like, is he Tim Burton's darling? And Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and my main problem with the movie is that they didn't do the like the prologue, which is my favorite part where they said attend the tale of Sweeney Todd and it just like builds and the oh I just love it so much. So And they didn't and they didn't do that. They started all like gloomy no, and they with, just it, with do a me- like yeah. Yeah. Just the little overture. And then it's done. But I, I wanted all of it. I wanted she wants it all, ladies and gentlemen. Lauren I want Bidal it all. Wants it all. Okay. <laughs> Number six. My favorite food just so happens to be sandwiches. What's your favorite sandwich? Oh. And you that, know. Uh-huh. Wait, go for it. No, no, no. What you just, you, you're already on a thought, so I'm going to let you go. Because it's going to be the first I, thing that's on your head. I love just like a classic turkey sandwich with like all the toppings mayo no mustard but just like classic turkey cold cut um I used to be a subway girl with the Mm -hmm. Italian herbs and cheese bread but then I got food poisoning one too many times from them and I haven't been back okay I'm the same (laughs) way oh my god we share that that's why we get along so I can't what is it I can't do subway anymore either because I got because I was completely like my, my partner wasn't here and I was like oh I'm just gonna eat Subway like this week you know what I mean and I just kind of like went back like two days in a row and thought like oh I'll try something different and I tried that chicken bacon ranch thing and yeah. got the worst food poisoning ever ended up having to go get I like went and like paid for an IV at the medical spa but like oh my yeah <laughs> my my legs because I got so dehydrated my legs were in so much pain but I will say this oh sub Subway did lead to me fully binging seven seasons of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> it took me being down and out with food poisoning to watch Vanderpump Rules. And I okay, completely, and you know what though? I don't regret I don't regret those those first the first three seasons of Vanderpump Rules are that's good TV. I'm just saying. Um, there's some crazy shit that happens in there. Okay. So I do love a good, I like the turkey cold cut sandwich situation because I really am, I think maybe that's us from being like in the middle states and like, you know, cause I grew up kind of yeah. in Ohio. So like having just like a good, like Wonder Bread, turkey deli meat sandwich, yeah. there's something about it. Yeah, something about like, or like if there's a good like chipotle aioli on there or like something mm-hmm. like, I love a cold sandwich with like crisp lettuce and maybe a little toasted bread but not like warm insides I just love like a crisp cold good 
fresh vegetable filled fresh sandwich <laughs> eat, eat fresh, <laughs> like, eat like, fresh. back eat, to subway eat fresh diarrhea <laughs> eat fresh diarrhea that's what that is okay i need to know number seven your favorite lgbtq pride festival parade slash season moment do you have a favorite moment ever something you appreciate uh, it it is honestly (laughs) the show we did that you had me for oh because i'm obsessed with lady bunny and lady bunny was there and it was like this full circle moment for me where i (laughs) finally was working with lady bunny and she got so drunk, she forgot my name. I feel like it was like the moment I became an, a real drag queen. I was there like, this go. is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, I've made it. I've arrived. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's so funny. Meatball was just giving her wine. We, Meatball just kept giving her wine because because Bunny doesn't drink. Shit. Bunny, like in any of the other shows that I've done with her, she's maybe had one little cocktail. You know what I mean? Like the other stuff, because the cannabis, when it's legal, she she mm-hmm. will go and do will, will go do her life. But the thing is, is um the like when she lost when she when she, when she thought she lost her phone. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think you found it. You were part of that whole, like, like, well, we, we kind of were find helping it? her and they had it at the front desk, but yeah, meatball, meatball's a tricky one. She is very, um, uh, persuasive, but in a supportive way. So it yes. doesn't feel like you're being manipulated at all, but it's at absolutely all. just like, <laughs> it's, and I loved every second of that whole show. It was wild. It was. So it was. Fun. It, it was a good, a good cast of people. Like <laughs> Mimi, Mimi Marks and Stasha Sanchez, and like it's just like I mean, yes, like, like yeah. these icons of icons. And I just felt so honored to be there. And I was just kind of like in awe, kind of just like hanging back and watching it all happen. And like, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, so fun. Kids, you held your own like it was so good. Okay, that's going to spiral into another question. And this is, and I think you just answered it, though. And it was, do you have a favorite drag queen? Yeah, I mean, listen, I like valuing queens for what they're really good at. And I love a stupid joke. And nobody does it better than Lady Bunny. She just has the best, most awful, disgusting, raunchy (laughs) one-liners and she just delivers it in the most like bubblegummy you know poppy way and it's so fun and it's so funny and it's everything I love about drag she's just (laughs) she's disarming you know what I mean like because yeah the thing is is Lady Bunny does this thing where you're comfortable because she's so comfortable on stage like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so she so there's a thing to be said about a performer who knows the craft and who knows what the fuck they're doing when they're up on stage. And so there's this yeah. whole thing where, okay, we're right. We're going to be on this journey with you wherever you take us. And, but what she does is she just slides in the craziest things. Sometimes. I mean, we did a, a news thing, a, 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 like probably four or five years ago, something like that. And we were, um, I've had a nice working relationship with her for years now. And I will say that mm-hmm. like, it's been, it's been a blessing and that she's just been, great and just a good person to work with on time goes beyond like mm-hmm. that's the, that's the thing is you guys think that these drag queens are out there and they're being this crazy ah, you know what I mean but like then there's a whole business side of things and that that she's, mm-hmm. she's she's up she's sealed in so we were doing a morning news program where you know you got to be tight you know what I mean you can't yeah. you can't say crazy things you can't get sexual you know all those kind of things and so we're selling and we're with the gay men's chorus and all that. And this, this, <laughs> this newscaster asks her just like, kind of like, oh, so, you know, I, so great to meet you, Lady Bunny. I mean, I wasn't even expecting we were going to get this wig this early. And she goes, no, you woke me up so early. I had an aneurysm. Look, <laughs> like, 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 that, that, <laughs> like, like she just like, boom, just comes boom. right back at her like it says that her head exploded that's why she's like because you woke her up so early that's why she has such a big wig on you know what i mean like she's so quick the speed is the thing that i'm just so envious of it's just like yeah just the way her mind works and her abilities on the mic and her act is so funny beyond that though i as as far as like other queens i i'm really loving kyra jate do you know kyra jate 
I keep on hearing her name and like everybody is obsessed right now. She's she's in L.A. And yes. yes. I mean, the whole Jete family, Cornbread Jete from Drag Race, uh-huh. Calypso Jete, their mother. They are the best performers and they're like the voguing superstars. And she's like, it's Lady Bunny and Kyra Jete for me, where it, they're just two sides of a coin of drag mm-hmm. where she just tears down the house every time and I I would just pay to watch her do splits and do her 10 minute mixes and that's day. and that's something if if somebody can contr- like hold you in the palm of their hand like that because you know mm-hmm. we, we see you know you see that you see the splits you see the clicks you see this you know yeah. and like but if somebody just is a performer that just has an no, extra yeah. special something so I've heard her name so much lately and I know that we're gonna cross paths and so now I'm just like okay I gotta get in on it now I feel like <laughs> now I feel like the old man that I really am okay <laughs> Um, number nine, I need to know in the car, in the shower, what is an album that you can sing start to finish? Uh, you know, a whole album. I, it might be, <laughs> I didn't think I would get into this, but it might be the Black Parade from My Chemical Romance. Really? <laughs> <laughs> How lame is that? But it's so good. Uh, uh, yeah. Whenever I pop that album on, like it is truly like a one, like one listen, the whole thing. And I just uh, listen to the whole thing and it just takes me back. And it's so well made and well produced. You have to have those kind of albums. I have a few of them like that, <laughs> that, that are like car ride albums that I know, like, especially like I'll turn and burn from LA. Like I'll, I'll go, I'll dance a Barracuda. And then like, mm. the thing is, is like, I just took home, I took in good money. You know what I mean? Like you take in a few hundred bucks and you're like, I'm not going to go spend it at a hotel and I don't want to sleep. I'm too yeah. old to sleep on somebody's like, like <laughs> the couch or on yeah. a floor situation. It's just not happening. So like <laughs> a lot of times I'll just turn and burn and come right back home. And like, yeah. and I have like my certain album. So I understand that, like, you know, but like, and like rated R by Rihanna, like I will tear some shit up to Rihanna, like, like, like on the way home, like that album start to finish. <laughs> like I hit, never hit. got into Rihanna. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was too busy with Gaga or something. You were too busy being a Mormon. Like, no, I know. Just, <laughs> but like, you have to, Beyonce and Gaga got me, but I was never really like on the Rihanna train. See, yeah. you got to like go back in. I got to revisit. Yeah, revisit because there's some there's some good shit back there, especially the dark phase. Like Rated R is like when it got real dark after Chris Brown. And like, so like there's just some. I love that. There, there's some crazy B-sides on there that are just amazing. Okay. Number 10, this is like our final question of the quiz today. Okay. Now the final question of the quiz has to do with a scenario that was made popular by the 1993 movie, The Good Son, starring Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood. I don't know if you know this, it's like another modern retelling of like the bad seed. And in this movie, the mother has to choose between her son and Elijah Wood who's not necessarily her son. So she's hanging off the edge of a cliff. She's got them both in her hands and she has to let one go. Now I'm not going to ask you to let go of Elijah Wood or, or Macaulay Culkin, because that's not really like, who cares? Home Alone, Frodo, whatever. <laughs> but now the question is, if you were the mom hanging off the cliff and uh-huh. I put Gaga in one hand and Beyonce in the other, Don't. who would you have to let go of? This is the gayest question I've ever heard in my whole <laughs> fucking life. Okay. Um, oh my God. You know, ooh. Oh, okay. You don't understand. Oh, I know. This my- is like one of those questions, you know, like I can't oh. answer. Like I couldn't do this if it was like Britney and Beyonce. I can't answer that. But like I didn't, if I have to, I can answer it. But oh my gosh. I'm like squirming in my chair. This is making me so uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. Um, God, I'm such a faggot. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I might, I might have to save Gaga as much as like, oh. I am a Beyonce stan mm-hmm. through and through beehive. I have all of her concert DVDs. <laughs> like I'm serious I love about it. my Beyonce fandom but I just feel like Gaga's I, giving you more just, it's just Gaga for me with the the creativity and the it's, artistry and the advocacy and the way she 
It, there's and there's probably just an emotional connection there. There's some yeah. something that Gaga did in the past. It's like mm, you know what I mean. Like there's I completely get that. And so okay, so those so are the I questions. I, I think I'm a, I think I'm a little monster. I think I'm a little okay. sorry sorry Beyonce, you're dead. Bye. Thank you <laughs> she, for all you've done. Renaissance is a masterpiece. <laughs> she she got so much money that a helicopter came and saved her anyways, y'all. So don't yeah, get mad much. at us. Beehive, sit much. down, please. <laughs> okay, buzz buzz Becky. Um, okay. <laughs> So this is going to just kind of like as we we kind of go along. And so this has like gotten everybody to get to know you a little bit better and all that sort of thing. And so my question for you just in, I don't know, the figurative sense, this could be the literal sense, this could be the existential sense, this can be your relationship, this can be your professional, whatever. But I just wanted to know, where are you from? Where are you and where are you going? Uh, where I'm from is where people told me to be and what was the second part where are you and where are you gonna go where am i is finding my own footing and where i'm gonna go is wherever all this energy is taking me like i feel like Utah culture specifically is such a lemmings kind of thing where mm -hmm. it's so laid out for you in every way. And I feel like right now in my life, I'm just finally, I mean, kind of like you said, like there's kind of a lot of heat behind me all of a sudden for mm -hmm. what I do and what I'm really good at. Yeah. And so I just feel like where I'm going is just like more of the same and bigger and better. And so you're going to just so keep, I, keep riding this and all that kind of thing. Do you, yeah. so when you, cause when you talk about like, so from like where, where you're like from and everything. So on like your acting side, were you a musical theater? Were you acting? Were you, did you do improv? What was your side? Where was your angle? Straight acting. So like hmm. Stanislavski, Uta Hagen, all that stuff. Oh, she got the methods. She got methods. Yes. Yes, baby. <laughs> but, you know, in Utah, there's a lot of theater because there's not a lot of alcohol. So, like, uh -huh. all those people need something to do. So they love the theater. Uh -huh. <laughs> and they all sing in church and whatever. So it's very musical culture. So, like, I kind of did musicals because I had to. And I, ooh, and I love dancing. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I, I come from the theater. And that's what I love bringing to drag is storytelling. Mm -hmm. And so are you a sewer? Do you make your own clothes and your getups? I'm learning. I'm not very good at it. My uh -huh. ADHD is real terrible with like pattern making and like all of the, the mm -hmm. tediousness of, you know, I making clothing. But I am learning because poverty is making me. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like here's it's the thing too expensive to be it's, paying it's, all these people it's learn to make a good like shift <laughs> dress make a good like tube dress that you know mm -hmm. doesn't like you could put sleeves on or just wear a shrug with it you know what i mean like something yeah. that you can just add accessories but get the basic thing down you know what i mean yeah yeah do you do you have any um because everybody always asks these kind of questions like do you think that do you want to, cause you're funny. That's the thing here. And I don't yeah. want to say like, do you want to do a drag race kind of thing? Or do you think you want to kind of pursue this just more on the funny, like acting and improv and that kind of thing with how uh, you're hosting so much? I mean, I want to, I want to do it all. I think all of it, I think in this era of show business, I think you mm -hmm. kind of have to do it all to be yeah. really successful and to have longevity in your career. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think, this year might be the first year that I actually auditioned for Drag Race and you know I and honestly you kind of have to be on Drag Race in a lot of ways to be taken seriously in other realms mm -hmm. so not that there's anything wrong with like working these local circuits because you can make a cute little living mm -hmm. but yeah I mean like I said earlier I just want bigger and better and more of the same 
where yeah. well it's something too because of where the where the market is and how everybody the commerciality of like what drag race has now done and has given some people some beautiful careers and if you do yeah if you do touch that drag race stage if you could make the most out of it and make a mm -hmm. career you know and i know i i know what these girls make you know what i mean so like there yeah. is there is something to be said about that but i think and that i it's feel just, like yeah. oh, sorry no keep going i feel like i have something to offer to the conversation of drag race too mm -hmm. where you know, uh, uh, drag has kind of become X, Y, or Z or kind of formulaic. And I, I feel like there's there's some heart missing there. And mm -hmm. I feel like Drag Race is a heart competition. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, I think it would be interesting and fun and crazy and awful. And, mm -hmm. you know, all the heightened things about reality TV and about life that make it so wild and crazy and special so yeah i think all of it sounds amazing and to maybe yeah. parlay that into other stuff sounds so fun see my side too is just like push 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 and just do like everything and see like what lands and like yeah aud audition for, on the wall. yeah everything that comes your way just like yeah I, can, I think i can do that and if you have that thing that spidey sense in the back of your head that says like this isn't a job for me well then don't do it but you know what i mean yeah and like and learn and learn to differentiate between like this isn't a job for me or I'm scared of it. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the thing too, is, is that's one of those kind of things that I even deal with, you know, like with when opportunities come my way and it's like, do I want this opportunity? You know, mm -hmm. do I really want it? And the thing is, and sometimes when I'm like, at first I'm like, I don't want it, but like, is it because I'm scared of the opportunity or is it just mm -hmm. because I really don't want it? You know what I mean? And so yeah. you have to, you have to figure that always out, you know, I think. For and that is such a tricky journey to be on because I mean, like I said earlier, where in Mormon culture, your life is so laid out for you that I've had a hard time, like finding my own intuition because like growing up in that society it just makes mm -hmm. you kind of question especially growing up queer in that society it makes you just question everything about yourself and how you're feeling and what's right and what's wrong and so yeah that is such a specific skill that I'm definitely learning and at that same breath there's been so many opportunities where I've been like, I don't think I'm really right for that, but I guess I'll go. They ask. And then I end up like winning that competition or like, you know, killing it in whatever way. So it's just like, yeah, I think uh, it, drag is about like, like RuPaul always says is <laughs> using every crayon in the crayon box. And so I have a lot of crayons I want to try. <laughs> Truly. And then even using like markers and pens yes. and everything else. Like Oils, it's just like pastels. Yeah. And like it's just determining <laughs> like what what works for you. So I love that mm -hmm. that you know, like that that you that you look at it that way. And so I would just always encourage like go and take little classes do a ucb i don't think ucb exists anymore but like do the other improv places yeah i mean i, I did take ucb back in the day and well, yeah, see, and that shows down the sunset yeah and that shows because like you're you are quick you're, you're quick-witted so okay i try <laughs> here's a new question that we are now asking people here on bald and bingeable you and this has to do with, you know, as I was growing up, I would say that I like things and it was just because I wanted to seem cool and I wanted everybody to like, like me, like I used to always act like I like Scarface. I grew up in Ohio. Okay. So like, okay. and like these boys in like middle school and everything like Scarface came out and they had the posters at Spencer's gifts and everything else and everybody Scarface, Scarface, Scarface. I never saw one moment of the Scarface movie, but I acted like I did. And I act like I was part of the conversation. So that just led to me becoming a pop culture fraud. And so mm -hmm. my question for you, Lauren Banal, is have you ever been a pop culture fraud? And what is it that you have either pretended to like that you really didn't like or something that you just don't get it? Ah, uh, you know, I'm trying to think like back to my childhood of like what I what I might have lied about but I've always been kind of like you don't like it well I don't that's okay I don't really care mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know being an adult gay male in West Hollywood I have to listen this whole podcast is going to get me canceled out of everything but <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a super fan of Britney Spears's music <laughs> how dare you okay so that <laughs> 
that has been our time today with Lauren Banal. So this episode will never hear the airwaves. So thanks Listen, so justice much. for Brittany. No. I'm so glad she's free. No. Toxic is like one of the best songs of all time. Like mm-hmm. there's a few of her songs, but like, I feel like to even like say anything about any of her songs, it, at least in West Hollywood is like uh-huh. sacrilegious. And I'm like, listen we all love her and we all mm-hmm. know her so were you ever Chris, were you were you a christina aguilera <laughs> head ever no oh really see then you're just not like you're not pop culture trash like you're not like like she's so cultured <laughs> she's she's into the ones who can play their own pianos like lady gaga she has nothing to do with the girls who just hold a mic no, just... don't have fucking artistry i don't want to hear it no That's... no it's just like I don't know. I just well, like something about it doesn't resonate with me, but that's fine. Like, I speaking don't of love, speaking of Britney <laughs> Spears, though, it would be remiss of us. Have you at least heard any of this YouTube like thing? Have you the, the 20 minute confession thing that she's like left? No, something with Kevin Federline again? No. Or so or... this is a whole new thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, so this is going to be coming out like this week so uh, ladies and gentlemen these days thems and gentle thems and all that ruby this is where i show how old i am is because i like don't know any of this so what ended up happening (laughs) like the day so like the day of like the vma so like uh the day before here so like this past weekend you know she released the new song hold me closer tiny dancer which oh you know everybody's singing hold me closer tiny dancer (laughs) like nobody knows any of the rest of the words they just the whole yeah. closer part so yeah. but anyways that that's just one part but <laughs> back to what i'm talking about here is that she released you know that everybody's wanting like the britney spears interview there's supposed to be a britney spears interview that's supposed to be coming out you know and like was okay. oprah gonna get it was it gonna be diane sawyer like who's come like was you know yeah they're gonna resurrect the, the corpse of you know diane walter or brit or barbara walters to come and like you know do this but like <laughs> Barbara's not, not dead, Barbara. but anyways, um, <laughs> she's dead to me. <laughs> like I hear she's mean, but anyways, um, but Brittany decided to like, not let her narrative go into anybody else's hands and be I, like, in my opinion, have it be sensationalized. And so she did, she released a 20 minute, just talking about her conservatorship and being put under and just, she kind of goes from the beginning. And then when you like, think about it, you're like, Oh, I remember that. I remember when they 51 would her and that was like a trick and yeah. a ploy, a ploy that her parents did because she was talking with the British accent and everything. She talks about like how the paparazzi, she was like, it was a game for me. I thought it was fun to get, see how many I can get to follow me. You know what I mean? She had nothing else to do with her life. So that's what yeah. she was doing. And so, and she just has like, the whole thing is just about how they uh, completely like abused their power in her life and how like, if she, you know, after, as soon as she was done with that 5150 and like, if she wasn't good enough to control herself, they put her on, you know, uh, how, how I met your mother. And then she did the world tour. And then she was in this, she was locked down in Vegas and she talks about being in Vegas. She goes, my shows weren't yeah. good because I didn't care. She says it yeah. like she she just says, I didn't care or I wasn't so many medications. I couldn't dance the way that I'm supposed to dance. Like so like yeah. she so everything that we thought that she was pilled out and everything she puts out there in this 20 minute long thing. So look oh for gosh. it. It's on YouTube. It's kind of I'll it's kind of amazing. watch it. And it's it. There's no face. It's just audio. And it's it's the most together Britney has sounded in a long time. And so that's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it, there's no question that what was done to her is absolutely awful. And but you just don't you don't fuck with her music. You just can't. But like yeah, it's like if you say anything about the music, it's like go kill yourself and it's like, that well, being like, said if anybody was booking a night of a thousand britneys lauren banal will take that booking and host your evening if you need absolutely. her absolutely i have a full britney look and a full britney number uh, <laughs> i will do what it takes so that I is do not- have my favorite britney songs but just like overall i there was a moment where i felt like i had to conform in west hollywood and be a britney stan but you're like I'm yeah a, I'm a, I'm i love this I love this song. I'm just like you guys. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, but this is again, a commercial. <laughs> I'm so happy that she's free and out of it. And I'm so glad that she is like pretty much single-handedly changing like paparazzi culture and, you know, 
conservatorships as a whole and mental health. And, you know, she is like, I will tolerate no like bad talk about whatever behavior she's doing right now mm-hmm. when like it, she's been locked up forever. So it's yeah. like, let her, but at the same time, her music's fine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> she, said, she, said her, she said her music is fine. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the thoughts and, and Kill Beyonce opinions. and Britney is bad. Out. Oh my goodness. You guys, so she just canceled herself. So she will be back in Utah playing at Brigham Young University parking lot. <laughs> like, yeah. Bye, everyone. It was a great run. I'm glad I don't have to do this anymore. Great. Okay. So, Lauren, bald and bingeable. You are bald. I need to know what is truly bingeable. Can you please give everybody a recommendation for what they should be watching right now? Uh, you know, I or listening to. <laughs> I I do want to recommend Renaissance. I know we're all listening to it, but I literally have been listening to it on a loop nonstop. Every wait, 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 track. real quick. Sidetrack then. Favorite tracks. Give me three of your favorite tracks. Uh, Church Girl, because I'm a church girl, Mormon. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Heated. Heated is fun. Um and um um oh gosh see it's hard to even remember their names though because I literally just listen because they go it. one into the next they go yeah. one into the next um and I mean Alien Superstar you can't get over it either I know Aliens, that's the one everybody loves but it's gonna be the one that runs a bunch of Grammys you know what I mean like yeah. Alien Superstar is gonna be the one that's up for all kinds of Grammys my personal favorites right now are heated the just mm-hmm. the, i'm sorry but the rap at the end tap 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 on hardware floor 10 10 10 yeah. i mean like that is the part and then the fact that she's she's boom boom ka, you know what i mean like come yeah. on like there is there is a fierceness <laughs> in that song i do appreciate that oh, right now pure honey I'm, oh my gosh pure, yeah. i changed my answer pure honey okay my friend um tom welsh so his welshie's gripe if you guys are following him but actually you can follow his schlongs official uh instagram so the schlongs and one of his things so it's a brand new thing he's he was he's he's worked on shows like family guy and like american dad and stuff like that and so he's just off the wall with his like humor and so now he's doing everything as like schlongs like so you're literally drawing like dicks and he's making the britney spears and beyonce and so pure honey like pure was like like one of his like viral ones and it's like it's it's a schlong that looks like beyonce on the back of the horse and it's (laughs) you know uh to the right oh, you know if you got both meet in the middle dance all night you know and it's just like and it's this little it's this little dick just dancing around so it's cute oh, follow yeah. schlongs but um schlongs. but yes but yeah those are those are like heated is, is like my track right now cuff it i can't get over and then cuff like it. yeah and then i've been feeling summer renaissance right now and i just think it's like her use of the f word is so refreshing this time. You know what I mean? So like good. it's so natural, and it feels like a fresh shower in the middle of every song. But like, yeah, I love it. I love um, it. I would say, okay. So, do you have a do you have a show that you've been watching or anything? Because I have one that I'm gonna just spit real quickly, and I'll be on HBO Max. You guys, this show has been around forever, and everybody's like, you have to watch it. And a lot of the comedy people that are in it, I completely love. Like, I'm obsessed with like Pola Scola. Um, you know what I mean? Like, oh. yeah, and like, what show it, is this? Search party oh so, yes. i don't know if you've seen this but it is i haven't but i want to i'm obsessed with cola school oh tr- yeah and like charles rogers wrote it you know what i mean like um it, like the showrunners and everything are fantastic each season like perpetuates the story but each one gets more and more wild and off the wall until like the last season you're just like what the fuck is happening and it's like all out like apocalypse you know what i mean like so and it starts off and the whole search party is is that there is a girl that this these people all knew from college that nobody really liked but now that they know that she's kind of missing so that one person so a lie uh and I can't remember the girl's like name now in the series, but so, and I can't remember her real name and I'm not going to Google it. It's Alaya from, <laughs> it's the girl from. She's like plays, gorgeous and has freckles, right? Yeah. She plays maybe in the um, Arrested Development. But anyways, so yeah. her, so maybe few and K now another character in this, she basically goes on this like, like wild goose, hey, goose hunt, you know, like looking for this chick. 
and um and it's all the antics that that ensue and then each season kind of builds and like something happens and it perpetuates and there's another search party in a sense the next season that they're looking for something or someone each season and they are it's off the wall like sam pancake is in it drew drogi cat cohen pat regan i mean it's like all like the best like comedians like bit people that you see everywhere and they're in this like john early is so fantastic in it but that's my recommendation right now search parade on hbo max i think you would love it lauren like you yeah check I it feel out like that is definitely my jam yeah the first two episodes you're like what is this because it took me a while to get into and then i rolled right in and so i've been kind of like digesting some of those series but um if you don't have a show to recommend or do you i do i do okay what is it it's alone on netflix have you seen them? No. Okay. It's in my queue. I just watched the preview yesterday. So it was oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's like this show where they, it's like survivor on steroids and when they're literally alone. So they just mm-hmm. like drop them off on a shoreline in the middle of bear country, Canada and go, good luck, survive. They give them like a rope and a fishing line. Uh-huh. And that's like it. And these like, survivalists which like have all this survival training and like know how have to just like survive in the wild Mm -hmm. and whoever makes it the longest wins like half a million dollars or something amaze and it is insane like there's so many bear encounters they're all starving it's like it really puts into perspective like how lucky we are and how society is like changed. Are, are they also the like everything? Are they cracking up mentally because they're alone, like out there yes. in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, because I would that would be yes. my issue. Cause like that would be my biggest problem is being like by myself that long. <laughs> like, yeah. One guy sings to himself all the time. The other named his cameras and like talks to his cameras as their friends. And, oh, so like, there's not even a cam- camera crew. No. They're alone oh. with GoPros. Oh, and no. they just have to film themselves surviving. And it is the most compelling thing so, I've ever seen. The preview I was watching, and the thing is, is an, and I'm a, I'm a survivor person. Like, I got really, really into it. Season one of the pandemic, I got into, like, mm. like 34 seasons of the, of the Survivor. But, like, <laughs> um, and I was watching, like, the preview for that the other day, and it was, like, this guy, like, making a house out of wood. And he was, like, really, like, making like a structure yeah. and i was like no, what is yeah. happening yeah. yeah okay so they give them very minimal supplies and they just have to figure it out and i think i'm i'm only they're only like 30 or 40 days in and half the contestants have already bailed they've all ran into bears multiple times and had to either use bear spray or their bear bombs uh-huh. to scare away the bears that are trying to eat them Oh my god. And they're all starving and they've lost like 30% of their body weight. It's like in, and they're all going insane. It is wild. Okay, I need to check it out. Okay, so Alone yeah. on Netflix, Search Party on HBO Max and make sure you guys listen to Renaissance. Hello. <laughs> we okay. know you already are, but do it. So, <laughs> before we wrap up today, Lauren, this has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So, my last little question that I have here is, is just, do you have a crush this week? And it could be a person, place, or a thing. I have a big crush on, oh my gosh, Gaga. She's coming back on the Lady Gaga lip lacquer, the new lipstick she I just saw. Out. I just saw on TikTok her putting it on with all the other like eyeliner products and everything else on her lips. <laughs> yes. So it is wild because like as a drag queen, lip gloss is a nightmare because your wigs constantly like get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. but this lip and they like disappear within two seconds because you know we're always drinking backstage but this lip lacquer I don't know what magic is in it but it just like has the gloss the shine of of any gloss mm-hmm. but you can literally like touch it and smudge it and it does not move it does not come off it is magic I, I don't love know how this. Did it, so the new Lady Gaga house slabs lip lacquer mm-hmm. is what you're big like big crush big crush this week (laughs) i love it and you guys fully give blowjobs with (laughs) lip lacquer and not smudge your lipstick ladies so get it (laughs) i told you guys her whore days are in front of her her whore days are in front of her um 
right in front. Yeah, my crush this week is like so random, but there is this place called Papa's and Tacos that is like three blocks from my work and they have the best chicken taco salad ever and it comes in like the crispy shell so that's like my crush this week because i got one last friday and i've been thinking about getting another one this week and i have to wait till friday because i just need to have like some kind of willpower but that's been my crush this week (laughs) so it's my lunch yeah it's in san diego so i'm gonna get that it is like and it is like the littlest hole in the wall place it's like on first and juniper in bankers hill and it's like next to a laundromat and like but it is like the food Those there. The best place. Yeah, I appreciate it. So that was my crush this week. <laughs> you guys, this episode is coming out just in time for like a very important holiday. And that would be my birthday because I'm very Virgo. So like I'm on the third, Beyonce is on the fourth. It just kind of works. Okay. So me and Beyonce have <laughs> crazy, crazy weekends. You're before <laughs> and better than Beyonce. Well, there you go. But um, I know a lot of people would say that I am not. And so I do appreciate that. Okay. So you guys, but on this weekend, Lauren is actually going to be in San Diego. So please do check her out at Urban Mo's for the Bubbles and Brunch with Kixie. So she's going to be performing there. And then also just make sure that you guys are following her. She did give you that information earlier. It's Lauren Banal. Two L's. Make sure that you guys check out the liner notes of this podcast and you guys can just click on the link and you can go find her. So we appreciate you guys coming on today lauren i appreciate you coming on today this has been so much fun and welcome back to bald and bingeable good night from the lower level bye bald good night from the lower level